official Green Bay Packer fight song. That's what this is. Good morning. Dave and Doreen, Milwaukee's hometown morning show, along with Marcus on the morning KLH. Let's welcome our Green and Gold Insider co-host of Wilding and Tausch on ESPN, Jason Wilde. Good morning, Jason. How are you today? I am great. How are you guys? We're doing good. good. I want to talk a little bit about frustrations at work. Um, we all get them. We all have them. We try to refrain from explosive sure. tantrums. Losing it. But sometimes it happens. I mean, it happened to Tom Brady. What I'm referring to, of course, is the tablet toss. Tell us a little bit about the Aaron Rodgers 2015 tablet toss and how he thinks it's a little different than the Tom Brady tablet toss. Yeah, he can say that, but uh, didn't. I mean, I suppose it wasn't an overhand throw. <laughs> okay, like sure. Spiking out. He, I mean, Brady's was like the Gronkowski touchdown celebration spike. Right. Yeah. Um, so 2015. This was this was when I was still traveling, so I was there after, and after the game. Uh, I asked Rogers a couple questions about it, but they're they're playing in Carolina. Uh, they played like garbage. I mean, that was that year where they went to Denver and he had, like, 64 passing yards in a game. Like, they were just terrible. Mm-hmm. And then they had similar problems in Carolina a few weeks later. Uh, and then they mounted this comeback. It was it was 37-29. to 29. I remember that cause it was such a weird score. And the Packers are driving for if they get a touchdown and get the two-point conversion, they can force overtime. And so they're inside the red zone. They're like at the 10 yard line, maybe. And Rogers drops back and he did a great job after the game of explaining, you know, what his progression was and which receiver he looked at first and second and third. And he ends up not getting the ball off and gets sacked. Uh, and that ends the drive. It's their last offensive play of the game and they end up losing. And so the Fox cameras catch him on the sideline though he comes to the sideline they've got those blue microsoft surface tablets which they wisely have put uh reinforced rubbery protective cases on right that like you'd give a toddler exactly that is exactly what they're like mm-hmm. um which is smart because these guys are oftentimes mm-hmm. toddlers mm-hmm. tantrums and yeah and and he looks at it. Uh, Alex Van Pelt is the quarterbacks coach. Scotty Tolzien is is the backup, and Rogers is looking at it now. Back then, it was pictures. Now they've the NFL changed the rule so you can actually watch video on those and watch back plays video wise. But back then, it was just fo- still photos, and he goes through the progression of photos, and it's very obvious that Randall Cobb is wide open, that one of the defensive backs has run into another one of his teammates for the Panthers, fallen down, and there's Randall Cobb standing all alone in the end zone. And Rodgers didn't see him. And when he sees that picture, he takes his tablet and throws it in disgust. And i I, I got to respect Scott Tolzien, the former Badger, because he, he did not even react. Because if I was sitting next to him, I'm like, oh, my God, what did you do? <laughs> Right, but he did not react that way. It was pretty amazing. Well, but I, you would react that way if it was your kid doing it, right? You would mm-hmm. have some sort Correct. of reaction, like yeah. exactly, completely so inappropriate. But it was funny that you know somebody else brought it up yesterday, and then uh, he talked about it a little bit, and and he said, "But that's the only time I've I've thrown it and or tossed it." And I said, 
only time you've thrown it or only time that the TV cameras showed you mm-hmm. throwing it. And uh, he claims that he has never thrown it in disgust onto the ground. He said there have been times where he threw it to the person who's in charge of holding it, um, which I think implied that maybe there was a, a, a drop, which, which, you know, we've seen from their wide receivers, so I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, there was a time or two where maybe the, the tablet guy dropped it, too. Well, thank you, Jason, because you just set me up for my next question, which was, have you and your coverage of the Green Bay Packers, your illustrious career, have you ever seen Aaron Rodgers have such a lack of chemistry with his wide receivers? Y- y- yes. You have. Um, I, I actually brought this up to him yesterday in the, in the Q&A that we do at his locker each Wednesday. I think, and... and you guys probably will agree. If you think back to that 2018 season in Mike McCarthy's last year, oh, okay. there seemed to be a lot of instances where he would drop back and stand around and not see anybody open and have to move a little bit or run for his life. And eventually he would like throw the ball away into the bench. Uh, now he hasn't done that, frankly, this year. Like this offense is designed uh, is designed to, to get people open better than Mike McCarthy's offense was at that point. But um, he hasn't thrown the ball away. He's eaten the ball or held on to it yeah. too long and taken some real hits, uh, had a couple of fumbles. Um, it's, it's been the first two games. It's reminded me of 2018. But from the chemistry standpoint, like that, at least that 2018 team, you know, he had Devontae Adams, he had Randall Cobb, guys that he had chemistry with. They weren't connecting at the time, but that this is different. And to your point, Dave, I look, even Sammy Watkins, who had three catches for 93 yards in the game, you know, if we're being honest, if they're playing a better team, they probably don't win. Mm-hmm. The Bears are terrible, no matter what happened in the monsoon in week one. And... You know, you're looking at guys that are getting three or four targets a game, and most of them, the two rookies and Watkins, he barely has any experience with. Like, he didn't play in the preseason. Watkins didn't play in the preseason. Christian Watson didn't play in the preseason. I mean, Jordan Love probably has more chemistry with Romeo Dobbs than Rodgers does. And I, I, think, I think Romeo Dobbs is going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a really, really good player. But Aaron Rodgers continues to have to try and figure out how do I get chemistry with a young guy who's going to make mental mistakes and run his route at the incorrect depth from time to time um, that I'm not accustomed to and doing things that I can't stand because, you know, I'm an old codger who's, who believes that his way is the right way. And he's right, it is, but he's got to figure out how to make it work with young guys who aren't going to do things the way the Jordy Nelsons of the world did them. Okay, but we are playing a better team this weekend. So what have we learned over the last two yeah. weeks that's going to make this different this weekend? Mm, I'm not sure it will be. I mean, first of all, let's... I don't no, want to hear that. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they catch a break, right? Because I don't think Chris Godwin, who is their best wide receiver or their second best wide receiver, is going to play. Uh, Julio Jones may not play, and now Mike Evans has been suspended for the game. And Mike Evans, the dude's never had a season in his in his eight year career where he had less than a thousand yards receiving. Like he's a 
He's a really, really good player. And that doesn't help them that he's been suspended for a game. So that helps, but it's still Tom Brady. And, look, the Buccaneers, and I've told you guys this before, like, and I'm super guilty of this, like, we, we know the flaws of the teams, in my case, we cover, or in your case, the teams that you're a fan of, way better than we know the flaws of other teams. But the bottom line is, Tampa's 2-0, and but they haven't looked very good doing it. Uh, they've got their own problems, uh, especially offensively. Now, their defense is pretty darn good, and I am really curious to see uh, how 33-28, and 28, if they keep being referred to as uh, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, I'm really curious to see how they get, him, get them the ball because everybody last week knew, I mean, Matt LaFleur flat out said it. Uh, everyone knew that those two were going to get the ball a lot including the Bears, and they couldn't do anything to stop it. And if they can do that, if they can scheme it up to do that for them some more, uh, great, more power to them. But I feel like when when defenses know your game plan, uh, it's really hard to go out there and be really productive without trying to do a bunch of other things to throw them off. And I'm eager to see if Todd Bowles, who is their head coach in Tampa and who's a really good defensive coach, uh, has something waiting for them that takes away those two running backs and makes it a very long day for, for Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. So I know that Aaron Rodgers often says that he is not playing against the other team's quarterback, but when the schedule came out, do you think this is the game that Aaron kind of circled that he'd like to beat Tom Brady this year? Yeah, I mean, he can stand at his locker and say that that's not uh, how he looks at it, but you know, somebody asked him about his favorite memories. Uh, about either playing against Tom Brady or off the field stuff with Tom Brady. And he says, well, um, beating him in 2014 was fun. That was fun. Uh, and then playing the match with him was fun. I mean, that's it. That's the list. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I remember I did a story for ESPN a few years ago about a day that Rogers spent with Brady at his house. And he like, met his chef, and they went and played some golf and all this other stuff. And it was really pivotal, pivotal for Rodgers because it was when he started to be much more cautious about his diet and, and all this stuff that he had not done previously, mm-hmm. kind of the start of him being his own kind of TB12, AR12 with all this different stuff. But other than that, like Tom Brady, you know, he, they, they trounced him in the regular season in 2020. They obviously beat him in the – uh, NFC Championship game in 2020. They haven't played each other very many times. Rodgers has come up short of getting to Super Bowls that Brady was in when he was with the Patriots. So, yeah, I'm sure that while he wasn't going to say it yesterday, I'm sure he would love nothing more than to play well. But, I, I Marcus, I would say this. If you guys I, – I, I think you guys listened to what he said after the game on Sunday night, this whole thing about – how he's redefined what success mm-hmm. is. Yeah, Elton Jenkins, and that, that was a question you talked to him about. Yeah, and, and, and when he said that, you know, he said, of course I'd love to be up here uh, as a multi-Super Bowl winner. I mean, it's almost as if, they're, they're, and I don't know if he did this subconsciously or intentionally or whatever, but with Tom Brady coming up, he basically said, you know, there's other versions of success other than winning seven Super Bowls, which is what Tom Brady has done. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's... That was kind of the subtext of it. But having said that, 
man, I wish I could get one more of those Super Bowls. That would be okay. It would be nice. I hate to put you on the spot, but it sounds to me, and especially looking at the stats, the Packers have only scored 34 points in two games. The Buccaneers' defense has allowed 13 points in two games. Sounds like it's going to be a tough win if they win at all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking the Packers. To win. Yeah, I didn't. Think it would so. be a great win for them, um, and I know that you know they're saying all the right things about Tampa not having any of their wide receivers, but that is that is a huge help to them. It really is. That you know, we saw the Packers go to Arizona last year without their top three wide receivers and somehow win. So it's not obviously impossible to win without some of your key pieces. But you know, I I don't. I don't like their chances. If they win, I will be. I won't be shocked, but I will be surprised right. because I, I just I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be one and two coming out of this. They've got a bunch of easy games coming up. I think they're going to be fine, but I don't think they're going to win this game. All right, Jason. Thank mm-hmm. you for the insight. We always appreciate it. We'll talk to you Monday morning. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too, Jason Wildey, part of the morning KLH.